It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of the Evan and Jake. I have been drinking a little bit early. The Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat. What um, he said. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Guys, listen, I, I, I started early because if you saw that Chelsea match today, um, there, there was a lot to drink about. Uh, been a full fixture list. It's going to continue yeah. to be. I think we both have seven matches. Oh, God. Uh, coming up. Yep, yep. Oh. We do, are we are we reconnection successful? So I mean, we should be good. Yeah, I think we're good. All um, right. Let me check all the all the Chanel's. Um, my it friend says we're good, so we're going to continue with it. And okay, okay. Do what we do. How uh, are yeah. you doing? How are you doing? You know, I'm doing all right. Uh, it's uh, I can't believe we're already uh, to the end of January of a new year. It's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely had the least number of, uh, or the most number of days with clouds, least number of days with sun. <laughs> God. For years, apparently. I saw that headline today. Hey. Um, so really, really doing good with the seasonal affective disorder. I, you know, I, I was talking to students today, and students were just like, you know, you, you're, you're kind of off your game, Professor Casey. And I said, yeah, no, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, wait till February. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, you know what? Well, no, February I get energized because it's Black History Month. But you know, the shortest month of the year. Anyway, um, but this year, don't we get we get <laughs> oh, isn't this year leap day. year? You get an extra yes. extra day. Yes, and white people will bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and Blue Soccer Chat. There I see, I got myself together. Um, you, you know, we we've got some some things to talk about tonight. Um, I, I, you know, we have a new segment. That we are going to unleash upon well, a, you. A twist on a the twist, segment. A twist, I know. Yes, a twist. Um, but um, I'm excited about it. Right on. Am, Me too. I, I am I am as well. We'll see how it goes. So since I keep getting notifications about it, I, I think we should probably just, you know, go ahead and just do. Yeah. Well, you got to be Chelsea till you die right now. Okay. And that's enough. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, coming into today. Yeah, let me do yeah. this real quick yeah but coming into today you would have to say that um there was some a relative amount of consistency and success yes uh middlesbrough game aside i think you you were like eight unbeaten and eight unbeaten and nine or something yes. like that yes. with, a, with a decent amount of wins uh the middlesbrough match uh ended six one um or I guess the two-legged tie right. in the six-one. So you so you won six-nil on the day, and I think that gave a lot of people some confidence. Um, and then uh, I got to say, Pochettino reverted to a side that um, I don't I don't know. Obviously, I don't think we know the best eleven for Chelsea right now, um, but really did not threaten Liverpool much no, at all today. No. Do you? Is that? How much of this is down to just a gulf between Liverpool and Chelsea, and but but also how much of that is just on Chelsea's inability to find its identity right now, which my team can relate to. So how how much like where where would your pie chart be if you were kind of plotting this? No, out? no, I, I think it's fifty-fifty. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that part of it is the fact that. Chelsea is a middle table team right now. That's, okay. That's just what they are. Okay. And and we cannot expect them to 
we we can't expect consistency yet. And let me let me okay. let me build mm-hmm. on that. Because as you're rebuilding a team, you know this, you're going to have your ups, mm-hmm. you're going to have your downs. I mean, this is one of those where Liverpool showed that hey Chelsea, you're not quite ready to come back up into the big six yet. Mm-hmm. You're you're not there. I think also when you look at the lineup and you look at lineup switches and things like that, Pochettino had something going during that six seven match string. You know, oh go ahead. Go well, ahead. I just want to interject. I, I think you're getting to a point. I had, you know, how much of that, how much of the inconsistency for them, is down to Pochettino. Not settling on Tink- eleven tinkering guys. in a, in a in a yeah. term that Chelsea fans should should be very familiar with. Oh, yeah. He's not quite the tinker man, but uh, you know, isn't it upon him? You know, you you do have to say for whatever's going on at Manchester right now, Manchester United right now. Ten Hag has got about the same 12 to 13 guys yes. that yes. he looks to start if they were available yep. to him Absolutely. and doesn't look beyond that. So he's trying to achieve a certain amount of, of, of team consistency mm-hmm. that's not there yet for a variety of reasons. How much of this is down to Pochettino just not being able to decide on who he wants on the field? Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think that that part of it is down to Pochettino not yeah. being able to. But okay. here, I will come to his defense in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just thinking as a manager. I, I need to see how players play, not only at the beginning or the middle of the season, but I need to see how they play at the end of the season. And so I need to see what kind of fitness they stay in. I need to see what kind of devotion they have to practice, you know, and things like that. And so I can see him still making changes this first year. Mm-hmm. Next year, I, I think that he needs to be more like Ten Hag and say, okay, these are my 12 to 13 guys. Okay. These are the guys that are consistently going to be in the game and my two guys that I know I can bring off the bench to add some extra spark if I need to. Yes, I've got other guys on the bench and stuff like that, but these are the guys that are going to start. I, I, I think that that has to happen. Can Chelsea finish in 10th place and he keeps his job? I, I, as I, much as you and I both yeah, agree no, that this is bullshit, I, yes, that manager no, turnover I know, I know is, what you're is saying. what it is. I know what you're saying. Does he keep his job in the face of what uh, Bowley yes. is is trying to do here? I, 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 I believe so. Okay. And here's why. Yeah. It's because Mauricio Pochettino has already proven himself with Tottenham. And I think that if, if he came in, you know, like from the Bundesliga or from, the La, you know, from La Liga and did this in his first year mm-hmm. maybe right okay. but i think he's already proven himself in the premier league that he deserves an opportunity I, from yes, multiple windows yes yeah. because once again these guys that he's working with these in in, in essence are are, are bullies guys these are these are bullies guys that he went right out right he, he, he money on he sort of went uh around you know not around tuchel tuchel apparently what didn't want to be involved right uh, in in a lot of that kind of well, stuff not, not just tuchel but potter um, too potter, true i mean well but i mean but potter really in uh, in uh, you know how i feel potter about was lambda slaughter you know, kind of like that. He got he got thrown to the wolves, and, and honestly, I, I, I think the job was way too big for him at, at that yeah. point in time. And yes. the fact that he's being associated with United, I, I, I think Whoa. there's a good manager in there. That'd but be interesting. I, no, but um, but no, I think that I think that he will have an opportunity next year, because 
if he doesn't have an opportunity, if, if they do get rid of Pochettino this year, it, it'll be the biggest travesty yeah. in recent Chelsea history. Mm -hmm. I, I just Which is saying a lot. It's, but saying, still. it's saying a lot, but I, I just think that he has proven himself enough that you have to give this guy a, an entire calendar year to be able to forge his type of team yeah. and to put his system into play. We're starting to see... We're starting to see glimpses and images and, and hints of what this system can look like. We're starting to see him making decisions on guys like Jackson. Yeah. Setting Jackson, putting him down, you know, and saying, hey, look, buddy, it, it's not your time. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, that's the right move. That just is the right move. Getting Unkunku back in. Unkunku scored a goal today, and it was a nice goal. Mm -hmm. It was a chaotic goal, but it was nice because he was able to put it in the back of the net. And yeah. it, was a, it was a very, very precise shot. Mm -hmm. But... Having said all that, I am still okay with where Chelsea is. Okay. I think Chelsea is a mid-table team. I think that they stay mid-table. Pochettino's fine. I think that next year, though, we, we, we have to be challenging for sixth place. We've mm -hmm. got to be challenging for sixth place or better. And, and, and by this time next year, if we're not, mm -hmm. then there's probably questions that are going to be raised. Um, there are going to be questions about, you know, hey, is he able to control the, you know, the, the locker room? Is he able to, to inspire the guys? Right. Is he able to put the right system in play for, for the bridge? I mean, mm -hmm. you play differently at home because you have that, you know, that, that atmosphere, or you should have that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. You play a little more aggressive at home than you do away. And I, I just don't see that from, from Chelsea right now. Right. I see Chelsea playing a very, very boring style of soccer. Mm -hmm. And... And this isn't what Pochettino wants. I think this is something No, that I is, wouldn't think so. Right. It's something that's inherent of what he has now. And I think that it's one of those things where players are starting to buy into it, but they're still very hesitant. You see players like Cole Palmer, um, you know, uh, I mean, you see him truly embracing it. Sterling starting to really mm -hmm. embrace it as well. I mean, even when you bring in Armando Broya from off the bench, I mean, this guy's playing hard. And, yes, he hasn't scored very many goals at all, but he's at least playing hard up front. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that that is part of what you're Do seeing. Do you think there's going to be a lot of turnover at the end of the season? <sighs> there, there almost has to be. Yeah. There almost has to be. I mean. Is that a setback? No. Not okay. at all. Not at all. Because if if we truly trust Pochettino and what he's doing, then you trust his you ability trust, to bring guys in yes. and be successful. Yes, yes, yes. I, here's That's my it. plan. You've seen the blueprint. That's it. You see what hasn't worked. You come here to be what works. Yes. Yep. Right. Well, and and uh, you know I I agree with that. Um, and um, let me just say, Jordan, uh, our good friend Jordan oh, Miller, yeah, yeah right Jordan on. came up and he said, you know, our set defense on in transition defense needs a lot of attention. Um, yeah, I, I got to tell you, Jordan, today I was um, I, I was embarrassed by Tiago Silva. Um, he, his his play back there was he was off a beat. But it wasn't just his fault. Caicedo and Enzo in the middle were, were off today. Um, they let Liverpool run rampant on, on all of us. And, and this is not to take away the fact that Liverpool played really well today. They played really well today. I, I, I was going to say, and again, it, it comes, comes you know, back to 
you, you look at the team performance and you look at individual performance, was Enzo not good today or was Chelsea not good today in the face of a Liverpool squad that, let's face it, at most positions are, are better are than better. And, and uh, what I thought found interesting was I don't think that was Liverpool's best lineup. Uh, noticed a couple of guys on the bench that might be there through rotation mm. or, or injury. Um, but I, I really felt I think Chelsea's got about half to two-thirds of a team full of guys who can compete. Yes. And then there's one-third of those guys who are either um, – I think past it. I, I think it's not unfair to say that Tiago Tiago Silva is just he's your Casemiro. Does not have the legs. Mm, he does not mm, have mm. the the same level of, of of fight in him that he had ten years ago that made these guys great players to to win these things. And you're reliant on somebody much the way that you had to use Dave yeah. a few times and yeah. John Terry late in his career. Yeah. I think some of these guys are holding on a little too long, and, and and you don't really have a replacement for them. Right. So right. You you do have to play them from time to time. I I think you get outplayed positionally in those senses. Can you bring in a young but world class or or getting to world class yeah. center back to well, replace Silva because Badia Chile and uh, who else was. Um, Batty Shield, um, Kaiseido, no, Kaiseido was in the middle. Uh, who's that? Who else was back there? Um, darn it. I'm sorry. I'm just it's wondering good. if. Yeah. Is the framework there? And this is kind of what we were just talking about. Is the framework sure. there for Pochettino? Sure. And can he say, I need these three guys, these these three guys, and then these two other guys in support that I think I can develop? Yeah. Uh, are you there? And, and I think. I, I think Jordan speaks to this with a second. He says, I agree. It was completely embarrassing. Liverpool showed up. We didn't. We didn't look prepared for the match. Wise person would say, fail to plan, plan to fail. We mm -hmm. did just that. Here's where I'd push back on that a little bit, Jordan. I, I, I think that what we saw today also, like I said, also, because I don't think we showed up at all. But I think what we saw as well is a young team that got super hyped playing you know about playing Liverpool and it was a total deflation whenever they walked out onto the field you you've been there Aaron you know what I'm talking about whenever you are like the senior you know you're you're, you're junior senior on your team yeah you got all these freshmen coming in hey we're playing you know whatever mm -hmm. you know we're rival is you know we're, we're playing Franklin yay we're playing Franklin and then all of a sudden it's like yeah we're gonna yeah and and you just go and you lay an egg Sometimes that happens, and this is what we saw. We saw young players, yeah, just totally. Mudrick's Mudrick's chance was indicative of of this yes. exact mindset. And in where the you absence, sky the ball over the top of yeah, the goal. Uh, well, I mean, I, there's a whole other conversation to be sad to be had about whether or not sure, sure, you know, sure, uh, he can attain that level. But I think what you also run into is in the absence of a Reese James. Yep. Who is the on-field vocal leader? Raheem Sterling is a leader in the sense that he's a veteran, but he reminds me of kind of a Rashford. He's not going to say a lot. He's he, not going to chew guys' ass. His play. His play, his play says, says yes. you know, follow me at the best of times. Yeah. Right? Yep. In the absence of that, where are the people saying, okay, hey, keep, 
keep, you know, hey, yeah. we, we, we gave up a silly goal there. We don't need to do that because you gave up some goals in succession there yes. that really came from what you could see as frustration from the players. Oh, sure, absolutely. You know, the, the, the penalty at the end of the half uh. is, is perhaps off, but it's still a young player unaware of his surroundings yes. and making kind of a, you know, bad decision. Well, this is where, and once again, I think that this is where the last match we were talking, and, and actually, Jordan, glad you're with us. We, yeah, we all were you. talking. Um, this is where Tiago Silva has to step up. That's if the thing. You cannot, yeah. If you cannot play at the, at the level that you have played at before, mm -hmm. then your leadership needs to take over. Yeah. It needs to be you are the guy who's 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 you know in people's faces, yeah. who's patting people on the back, who needs to be patted on the back, and kicking people in the ass who needs to be kicked in the ass. Well, and that's my analogy to Casemiro, which I think was probably going to be a good transition here in a, in, in a minute. Yeah, is that you've got a player who's who's really won just about everything there is in the game. He's been considered yep. just the you know the best at his position yeah. in the world. And yeah, he was coming back from injury, and and yeah, there's a lot of mitigating circumstances. But I have yet to see, aside from a few games early on last season, where Casemiro was very clearly the the senior player on the field. And yes. I mean that in every sense of the word. I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to be supportive. I'm going to be a cheerleader, but I'm also going to chew some ass well, when I need to, and yes. I'm going to lead by example. And that's what you need Tiago Silva to do or he doesn't have much value. Let me also say this too, you know, Ben Chilwell, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? You are one of England. I've heard England needs guys for the Olympic diving. You, uh, you are one of the senior members of this team and you are doing something like you did. If, if, if here's the thing, if he would have ran through that, it probably would have created a nice shot for him, or there was another challenge coming up that would have probably fouled him in the box when he's taking the shot. But he chose to do that dive. When it's you desperation. A, it's, it's, it's desperation. Fear. When you, as a senior yeah. member of the team, start to do that desperate bullshit, the younger members of the team will also catch in. They're well, like, this is the only well, way we can what beat we do? these guys. Yeah, yeah what this do we is do? the only way we can beat yeah. these guys. So anyway. Yeah. Enough of that. Blues fans, hang in there. We're okay. We're okay. Today was tough. We took it on the chin, but we're all right. And so let's move. We've got at this at the weekend. Wolves. We got Wolves. That's going to be a tough match. Okay. Well, we'll show you how to beat them tomorrow, hopefully. Okay. Well, there you go. We'll, we'll give you the blueprint. That being said, my friend, hit it. Well, we can't say the second part because, well, well they've been kicking our ass you know, lately. But, but things things were, were kind of bleak and dismal there for a while. But well, the bounce back, I, I think, has happened. You know, yes, yes, is 2-2 to Tottenham, right? And, and I, I mean, I, look, if we're going to start with the Tottenham match, there's, a, there's a lot of positives to yes, take away absolutely. from it. There was good energetic play. Yes. And they took the lead twice. Were and, you, and I think that's, that's important. But... Were what you we've seen. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. What we've seen is an in an, an, an inability to play 90 minutes of football, mm -hmm. whether that's starting poorly, mm -hmm. or whether that's finishing poorly, or right at the end of each half, uh, or end of one half and beginning of the other, as was the case against Newport. They just really struggle to focus for the 90 minutes. And again, that's our lack of leadership. I, I do think the fact that we've had guys out for long periods, and they're just now coming back. But, you know, there's positives to take away from that Tottenham match. And sure. you see some of the, the best that they can do. 
Then you go to Newport County okay. in the FA Cup. Okay. A team that's in League Two. They're in the fourth division uh, of English football. All right. And I'm sure they showed up and wanted to pull a Maidstone. We're we're gonna punch way above our weight. Sure. And we are gonna cause problems. And the fact is, United were in complete control for the first 20 minutes of that match. Scored a really nice goal, which to be fair may have been a skosh offside, but they don't have VAR at Newport County, which. We want to have that discussion sometime about how the inconsistency of the rules get applied simply because of where you're playing. We can have that combo, and I think you'll know where I'll land on that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, they they got they got a goal through uh, Bruno um, uh, Garnacho. Uh, Did Garnacho score? Uh, that's a good question. I should probably have that uh, up I'm in front of me. It. Nope. Uh, here, I'm the I'm Evan the intern. The intern. I'm the intern. Uh, scoop. Skirt, skirt. No. Kabi Minu. Oh, yeah. Kabi, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. so Bruno with the first goal. Kabi shortly after that. So inside of 15 minutes, United are up 2 to nothing. And I understand you want to put a little cruise control on, but you give a goal up right before halftime. Again, if you look at the replay, ball's going wide probably. Martinez decides he wants to have a go at it with his head because he's in the way, which you would. We all um, want to go at it, with and it, and it's just it's un Ooh. it's unfortunate, um, but then to come out of the second come out for the second half right after halftime, not focused, knowing yep. that they've got momentum, yep, that is a killer. And again, another deflected goal, but when shit ain't going your way, it's not going your way. But right. we pause this right now, halftimey, to say halftime. Our, again, our lovely ladies, Chatham Tap. Uh, we have. Let's see. Let me get to the big screen. 11 o'clock Saturday. We are 11 o'clock Saturday. Sunday. Uh, 9 o'clock Sunday with breakfast. But if you are here on Saturday. I think I am. Yeah, wow. if you're here on Saturday, sh uh, try the uh, new items on the menu, the mac and cheese. I believe there's a club wrap, uh, some tacos, steak tacos, fish tacos, and a luau pizza. Mm. I'm all for pineapple on a pizza. Get at me. Mm. 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 Oh, Evan, Evan needs to swallow. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Oh. That just, uh, damn. So Woo. Evan's number is uh. three. Oh, sorry, just kidding. Dave! What up Good to the neighbor? Good friend of the pod. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, Daver? Good to see you, bud. Um, so back. <laughs> Did you just say Evan's number is? Yeah. So, back to the point is oh, that God. United once again were up and in control and let a game get away from them. Yeah. And yeah. to me, that's a lack of focus. That's a lack of leadership. And I want to say this. Okay. After the match, Bruno came out and was pretty critical of uh, some of the attacking players, uh, Garnacho and Anthony, with regard to, you know, maybe they should have passed in a certain situation. But I tell you what. You have to treat Garnacho and Anthony differently. And here's why. Garnacho is a young player still learning his craft. Yes. And he's being lauded. He's being compared to uh, uh, an all-time great, which this early is a, a, a bit much. It's unfair. But that's where the game is. But you're also asking Who's him to do... Who's being compared to? Ronaldo. Oh, okay. You know, we're okay. having... You know, he, he's... Yeah. Clearly wanting to follow in those types sure, of footsteps. Sure, sure, sure. Will he get there? Who knows? Let's not try to do that. Don't say he's the next Kobe or the next Jordan exactly. or anything like that. Puts too much pressure on a player. Yep. Be the next Alejandro Garnacho. There you go. But 
if I'm remembering correctly, the play that Bruno's really complaining about, Garnacho had every bit as much right to go for goal there as much as he should have looked across and seen two guys who were partially open. Now, yes, yeah. does Hoyland need to be getting the ball more? I, I, I agree. So you can call me a little bit of a hypocrite to say the, they, these got wide guys need to be passing more. But <laughs> Nacho found himself in a good goal-scoring position, yeah. had a good clean hit, and he hit the crossbar. If that thing tucks under, nobody's having this conversation whatsoever. It's, right. it's just not happening. Right. So I think Bruno's criticisms are a little misplaced as much as he thinks that's one of those, like, we need to be a team kind of thing. To Anthony. Hmm. I mean, how much more of this do we need to watch? I'm glad he scored a goal, but then he acted like Rude Van Nistelrooy on steroids, acting like it was the greatest release of his entire life, and he's all for the badge and pointing all this shit. Man, put your head down and learn some new shit, because I tell you what, I know some dudes who put you on lockdown because they know exactly what you're going to do. You're not beating anybody to the end line. You're going to fake. You're going to roll over. You're going to roll over, and then you're going to cut back to the inside, and then you're going to kick it into somebody's chest, or you're going to kick the ball wide. So Damn. you need to put your head down and be better. And he's not the only one, but I'm getting sick of watching a guy like Anthony get minutes when we're sending Facundo Palestri out on loan when he's getting good minutes for Uruguay, which clearly other coaches see something in him, and then Ahmad. Like, I know Ahmad's been hurt, but if I'm sitting on that bench week in and week out and I watch Anthony do one more goddamn step over and dribble into two defenders and then just turn around and pass it to his right back, I would be like, I'm on the next fucking bus out of here. You know, and, and that is, I don't know, I, I want to I wanna, you know, compare the two teams right now. I want to jump back to Chelsea a little bit. Yeah. When I watch Man U... Like, I see several people that can put the ball in the back of the net. When I watch Chelsea, I don't see that. I just don't see it. I, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I think it's the other tab. There you go. I mean, we're still there, I think. We're still there. Here, I'll check. But, oh, maybe we're not. Oh, hey, hey. Ah, uh, we need to go back. Uh, what the hang hell on. happened? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's the Gremlins. The Gremlins. It's the, see. Oh, this no. is the, the end of this is the end of January. You know, bugaboo. That's okay. That's okay. We'll be back. We'll be back in a minute. Those of you who are watching us on YouTube, guys, listen. Um, I think that what we're seeing is we're seeing a contrast. We're gonna have to stay live on YouTube, or I'm gonna lose both feeds. Oh, man. we're gonna lose. Okay. All right. Well, let me send a message, and I'll say, hey. Watch us on YouTube if you want to watch the rest of this show, okay? Um, but I'm I, sorry, folks. I have really no idea what just happened there. That, that shouldn't have. I mean, it was weird. But anyway. And apparently um, the stream key stays live for YouTube. So any of you uh, people out there who understand how this works better than I do and would like to be an in intern uh, for the Red <laughs> and Blue Soccer Chat, it really comes with a lot of um, overly affectionate dudes oh. after they've been drinking oh, a while. Oh, wow. But, you know, wow. that's all good. You know what, former former student of mine, Des, Des, here, you've got this You've got this skill set. So come on, you know, we'll, we'll buy your drinks and everything. It'll be awesome. Um, I'm going to put that we're over on YouTube real yeah. quick. And, uh, but, yeah, what do you think about that, though? Because when I see Chelsea, I don't see very many guys who can put it in the back in the net. I, when, I, when I look at Man U, there are more threats that, that, that you guys can put out on the field right now than, than Chelsea can, in my opinion. 
Um, how do I feel about that? It says we're back. Maybe we're back. I just went back. Discard post. We'll see. Hey, Jordan, if you're still out there and you can hear us on Facebook, give us a wave. Hey, I think we're Let there. Let us know. Okay. I think we're there. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I think All right, we there. might be back. So we apologize if you just listened to us ramble there for a second. Yeah. Um, what was the question? No, the question, it was It was kind of a statement. It's like, you know, when I look at Chelsea, I only see a few players oh, who can, as who far can as game solidly, solidly put the ball back in the net. Nkunku showed that he, he still can do it today. I mean, Cole Palmer has been solid throughout the course of the season. But really, beyond those two... I don't see it. But for, for Man U, it just seems like you tee up one of like six or seven players and they have the potential to put the ball in the back I, of the net I, really quickly. I, 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 I'll give you that. The potential seems more there for Manchester yes. United. Um, the system doesn't seem to be helping, and I'm not really sure what to say or do about that other than, again, you're never getting service out of Anthony. Certainly not quality service. Interesting. Garnacho should be encouraged to take his man on. Um, but if, if people, you know, remember Ronaldo from those early days, he dribbled into cul-de-sacs on a regular basis. He, frust <laughs> he frustrated fans as much as he excited them. Yeah. And that's what we've got in Garnacho right now, and we need to let that develop. And there needs to be some coaches that say, here's the situations where you want to be taking guys on, and here's the situations where you want to act like you're taking them on to create that space to get your cross off. Okay. And whether that's beat a guy to the in line and get a cross off or act like you're going in that direction and cut back in, he's got a lot of options. Anthony is a lot more... Uh, limited as far as i'm concerned i would have liked to have seen his game develop and maybe maybe he still could but it's just not happening um so i'd really rather see ahmad get some opportunities we're sending palestra on loan so obviously not him but you know uh, if, if people remember early on, or, or or some some good points of last season um we had a lot of times where Sancho got moved to the 10 spot and Bruno would drift wide, and Bruno has a great delivery. Uh, you sure, watch him. Absolutely. He drifts wide a lot more for Portugal uh, and, and is responsible for a lot of good balls into mm -hmm. the box, into the attacking area. So I'd like to see a bit more of that, so I'm not sure who that player should be. I don't know who else could take that role on to, to move to the 10 spot and push um, – uh, Bruno wide right, unless it was maybe Erickson do you think, and do gave, you, him, gave him that opportunity. Do you think Bruno feels some type of pressure because he does, maybe he's lost confidence in Rashford? He's lost confidence in the guys to push for. Uh, maybe he hasn't played with Hoyland enough? Or, I mean, like, the, the question mark about why Hoyland isn't getting service is, is really the biggest and, and one. I'm because sorry. I, that's a bad white boy, man. I'm just. I think there's a really, really solid player Great, in dude. there yeah and i think it's uh, ten hog has got to say guys if you aren't giving him a good six to ten balls into the box yeah per game and i and i mean we're gonna get the ball wide and we're give you gonna give you an opportunity to attack it i'm not saying launch a ball into a channel or anything like that right. i'm saying your movement Verse and and the combination of, of a good pass can be successful and cause problems. And 
what you really, you, you don't have to score every time. You have to cause them to adjust. And then when you adjust, the guys around the 18 now get more space. Rashford can get yeah, more space. You get more space. I want Marcus Rashford getting space right on the edge of the box, taking people on or saying, I can hit this shot from here. He's that. That's his game. That's yep. absolutely his game. Yep. So I don't know. I, I know that Ten Hag has this idea of, of maximum minimum space and how he's wanting to work the lines but either he's not explaining it well enough the players can't execute it or and other but that's his job is to figure this out yeah and thus far i've not seen that level of elevation yeah yeah here's what we learned Here's what we're going to do better. I've not seen yep. that yet. Yep, and I agree. And ladies and gentlemen, that ends our Chelsea and uh, Manchester United segment. And um, man, I, you know, I just wanted to just throw a shout out. We are that much closer to the World Cup being uh, here in the Americas, my friend. And. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of news to talk about as far as the team goes, but I, I, I did want to just throw this out there, man. What, what are you most looking forward to with the World Cup being, you know, mostly in the United States, but also being in Canada and Mexico, man? What, what are you looking forward to? What, what do you expect to see from the spectacle that is the World Cup? Oh, it's, it's going to be massive. It's, you know, the, the 94 World Cup... Um, for the people who came here, they were just blown away by how well the United States, and, and in their opinion, a country that didn't have a football heritage, yeah. managed to put on just a great spectacle because that's what we do. We have, we have this infrastructure. We have these stadiums. We have these cities that you come and visit, and you go to these games, and they, they blow your mind. So I'm most looking forward to experiencing the other cities in America that I haven't been to yet. Yeah as far as you know sporting cities sure but i've i you know i've not gone to vancouver at all hmm. never mind just to see a sporting event yeah and the one thing i'm looking forward to most of I all is that is. stadium in, in monterey, monterey man. baby it, 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 look it up folks we've showed it multiple times oh my and God. if you take my tickets and i don't get to go to that game <laughs> i'm gonna be pissed off but it's just gorgeous. You really honestly can't ask for, for much more. I mean, I, I don't know too many stadiums in America that have no. that kind of view. No. Um, Maybe Mile High. but mile, I mean, Mile High, you're getting a good look at, at, at the mountains. Um, you know, it, we've got baseball stadiums that sure. are on the water sure. that, you know, I, I, I think whatever... It's been it's been candlestick. It's 3M. I, I don't know what San Francisco's baseball stadium hey, is. Don't but leave the, out Great American Ballpark. But if you fan, hit a home run, it lands in it lands in the bay. Yeah. And that that's pretty cool. But boy, I, I tell you that that stadium in Monterey is really something. Is I don't gorgeous. even care what I I'll, I'll I'll see the worst two teams in the World Cup play each other at that <laughs> match. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. It'll be gorgeous. So yep. I'm. I guess I'm just looking forward to seeing the three countries get to to show themselves off and the beauty that they have. Because I think uh, people have some preconceived notions, um, and I think also what'll be neat is you'll get to experience, you know, Canadians. You'll get to experience, yeah. you know, people from the United States. I won't say Americans. We're all Americans. Right. Uh, but people from the U.S. and and people from Mexico and and get their 
specific but wonderful versions of hospitality because all three of us are fantastic at it. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Really, really excited for that, most of all. Man, that's awesome. That is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and the drunk crowd in the back. Oh, wait. The drunk crowd in the back will be happy to know that, hey, we have come to the Hey Aaron segment. Yay. With a twist. Yeah. There you go. So here's what's going to happen. Um, had this wonderful idea from my friend here because my friend was talking about a certain um, website, <coughs> booking.com. Uh, if you'd like to uh, sponsor us, that'd be right? great. Right? This is such a waste. It's such a waste. And I was like, you know what? The Hey Aaron segment, I think, needs to maybe have a twist in it. And so the Hey Aaron segment is going to consist of... Yeah. A yellow card and a red card. And Aaron will get to choose which person in the world. It doesn't have to be from you know the world of football. Um, but which person in the world this week uh, deserves a yellow card and which person in the world deserves a red card this week. So, my friend, I leave it up to you this week. Who gets All right. the yellow card? I've decided to go with three. Well, with three. Excellent. Yes, I'm going to okay. go with three. You do your thing. And I'm going to say yellow card, Marcus Rashford. Look, man. You gotta know better. Yeah. I'm not saying anything new that any of the other pundits haven't, but you gotta know better. Yeah. You are a leader of this yep. team. Yep. Yep. Whether you want that to be the case or not, you're a you're a veteran. You've been around. You know better. And this wasn't. He he's not allowed to go out. You're allowed to go out. Go out and celebrate. But be smart. You gotta be smart about it. You know that no matter what happens, Manchester United. Players are always going to make headlines. You're, you're, even if you weren't doing anything, you're going to make headlines. And then you show up with the brown bottle flu. Come on, bro. No, you cannot man. do that. You cannot do that. No. Especially in the no. middle of a time when Manchester United is already dealing with shit. You don't need a bigger spotlight being shown than is already there. So yellow card, Marcus Rashford. I, I'm sorry, kid. You, 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 you know, not a kid. You know better. Yeah. Be smarter. You're a grown man. Let's do it, man. All right. So he's the first one. Got a yellow card. Um, who are the other two? And what right. cards do they get? We're we're going to the bigger part oh, of the world oh, here. Oh, 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 oh. Red card, Alina Haba. Oh. Now look. This isn't a I just dislike mm. that side of the aisle kind of mm. thing. This is a... Look what I did. You are such a failure at your job. Yes. And you're doing it because you're a sycophant. Yes. You're doing it because somehow, after all these years, you still believe there's some value into following this actual human being of a Titanic. <laughs> oh, my God. To that the bottom of the Atlantic. Beautiful. Because that's, ex that's exactly what you're doing. Yep. You have you have sold your soul. You've sold out your profession, yep. which you clearly aren't very good at. No. Um, for what? For not even 15 minutes of fame where nearly every pundit, even people on the networks that ostensibly would support you, think, my God, what have you done? Yeah. You are a failure, and you are sent off. Yep. Absolutely. 
Um, and I am so curious into seeing what, oh, he's reaching. He's reaching for the red card, ladies and gentlemen. Who gets another red? For about the only time I can think of in my life that I will agree with Colin Cowherd. Oh, God. Oh, I will no. say this. To everybody, especially you fragile fucking white men watching football Ooh. that just cannot deal with what's going on. Yes. Every fucking Taylor Swift hater in the world right now, you got a red card. Yeah. You are snowflakes. You're mad because <laughs> the most popular pop star in the world is dating the most popular uh, NFL player yeah. in America. Yeah. And they seem happy, and she's on TV for 25 seconds a game. One, less than Legitimately 1%. showing that she's excited to support this guy, yeah. which is something that you claim to care for. Huh. Like, this is a wholesome thing. She's, she's encouraging young women to be their best selves. Yep. She's encouraging Americans to participate in the democratic process. And she's just a young woman having a good time. And she's showing that even though you make more money than your man, you can still support him and have fun. Right? Oh, by the way, for all you people who are like, she's dating Travis Kelsey because he got a $70,000 bonus because how many badges he got. <laughs> she made $70,000 in like the first 20 minutes she was at the match by just fucking existing. So red card to all you oh fucking soft ass, just weak ass human beings who have a problem with this at me. Oh my God, that was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you tune in. You know it is. This is why you tune in to the show. Guys, listen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, we are at our final segment of the show, and this is the Aaron's final thoughts of the show. Guys, listen, uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for joining us. We, we love you. We appreciate you. Um, but quite frankly, this is where I just sit back and I just listen uh, because my friend is about to uh, open up a can of hug you instead of kick whoop ass a can of hug uh on all of us right now and guys i yeah i just love this guy so i'm gonna shut up that's a fun that's a fun segment i feel like i kind of shot the wad there uh, just, yeah, no yeah. what i'm gonna say is uh today is january 31st 2024 which means tomorrow is february 1st and it kicks off uh black history month which then uh, runs into Women's History Month. And um, I think it's silly at times, the way we go about this. We're going to, you know, sort of devote this day so we can say that we did it or devote this month to say we did it. Um, but I think it is a breakthrough, and I think it's important. And I think what's really important is to um, remember that um, there are color pictures of Martin Luther King and his family. This didn't happen 200 years ago. Right? Yeah. There are people alive right now who did not have the right to vote at some point in time. There are women, I'm going to jump ahead, there are women alive right now who couldn't get a checking account without their father or husband's approval mm. until 50 years ago. Yep. So this is not some distant history. 
this is our history. Yes. And black history in America is American history. It's my history, it's his history, it's our history, and it behooves us to be aware of it and to be able to talk about it and to not be afraid of it. To not be someone who says, my parents did something so bad that I don't want your child to learn about it in school. That's fear. Yeah, yeah. We're going to Germany this summer, and we're going to study at times an appalling history, but it's one that the typical German person does not shrink from. Right. They acknowledge it's something that their ancestors participated in, and it's something that they have an obligation every day in some small way to reconcile and be better about. Yep. They're not responsible for it. I'm not saying you're responsible for slavery. That's a silly argument. Right. But I am saying is if you don't like being painted with this particular brush that you feel, then it's really within your power and your actions, which speak louder than anything, to in some small way each day overcome that and say, I intend to make us be a better country for this history that we've lived. That's right. So that's what I've got to say tonight. But ultimately, love drives out this hate. And I love you people. I appreciate you tuning in. I love this guy. I'm looking forward to our trip. Looking forward to really having some fun in Germany and watching some soccer. And I'm looking forward to taking you all on that journey with us. We'll do some shows. We'll have some fun. Some live remotes. Yes. Some big Stein beer drinking. Woo. There you have it. There it is. Thank Ladies, you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy, I'm telling you, um, we got big things coming this year. And I tell you, stay tuned. Make sure you tell your friends. You're going to want to be part of this because two local lads with their view on the global game. Guys, listen, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great night. Make sure you tip your bartenders. Hashtag Black People Vote. Hashtag Zegay. We out.